All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking and critiquing and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you an honest conversation about relevant cinema. Tonight, I am here with Nick Moffat. Hello! I'm Derek Deal. How's it going? Yeah. How are you doing? Good. Great, man. Great. I just saw F9, The Fast Saga, today. Nice. And uh, I'm psyched about it, and I am excited to talk to you about it. Um, hey, uh, real quick, uh, happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, thank you. Right? It's your birthday tomorrow. <laughs> it is, yes. Uh, birthday, Derek. Yeah. Big. I was trying to come up with a nickname really quick. Uh, birthday, birthday Derek is a good nickname. Birthday, Derek. <laughs> because you have a birthday tomorrow. Yeah um yeah phoenix had his yesterday hottest right. day of the year oh my goodness uh, you guys survive over there on his uh his hot birthday yeah just barely it was brutal but um yeah we made it through and luckily you know theaters are open again and there's a, a good escape if you need some ac can hop on over and go watch f9 again me too. totally that's uh i was telling shan uh you know her parents she was like i this is what they're doing i was like man if i were me i would just go to the movies all day i'd yeah. see fast nine three times <laughs> she was yeah. like that's what you would do <laughs> but, but, yeah. yeah i would so yeah. obviously we're going to be talking about f9 the fast saga today um but before we get into that, I thought maybe we could talk about some box office stuff um, as we're getting into, you know, June, end of June, July, things are opening back up. People are getting out and seeing movies and uh, studios are pumping out the big, they're bringing out the big guns now. So we got F9 came out this weekend and in the U.S. it opened to like $70 million, which is pretty big uh, for the situation we're in you know so uh it's a good sign that things are you know theater wise at least and like box office wise things are trying to get back to where they were i don't know if they ever will truly get back to like those large numbers but maybe it will who knows but um it met what they were predicting it to make which was 70 million dollars so that's that's a good sign that um people are getting out and seeing movies and um and then we have a Marvel movie that comes out in like a week and a half, which will also be kind of a good test, test, testing the waters and seeing like really what, what's this landscape kind of look like for people that want to get back to the movies and what these studios can maybe expect to see in return. Yeah, man, uh, it's looking great. You know, uh, I think that it's kind of this question that I keep asking of like, is it the, the safety precautions? Is it just that movies aren't like the movie that people want to see isn't out yet? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now going on, uh, ever since, you know, we kind of started going back to the movies and, um, you know, for me, it's like the two new movies I saw in theaters, uh, quiet place two and F nine, uh, both were movies that I was excited about seeing, and I didn't really go. I haven't really gone out of my way for any movies that I haven't been very excited to see. 
And both of those movies were met with like pretty good box office results. Yeah. And especially F9, like this movie, um, you know, maybe it didn't make as much as it would pre pandemic, but it's looking good. It's looking real good. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it kind of gives me a lot of faith that, you know, black widow's going to come out in two weeks and that'll probably do really well. And especially the early buzz in the movie is that it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's cool. It's cool. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's going well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's just from that point, it, I don't have it in front of me, but there's just like a slew of all these blockbusters they've been saving up and not releasing are just going to start piling out over the next, like pretty much all the way till December. It's just like constant, just tons of movies. So, um, I think they're, I think they're confident that it's going to get back to, normal but at the same time it's like i don't know from my 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 whole take on is like i don't it doesn't need to go back to how it was like i kind of think how it was was causing a problem which was they only wanted billion dollar movies you know it was like that was the expectation is if you put out a movie it's you better make sure it hits hard and makes a billion dollars you know pleases everybody and i'm kind of hoping that maybe that doesn't happen necessarily and uh these studios are more willing to like you know take creative risks to get people into the seats and see movies as opposed to just trying to make you know cast the whitest blanket possible that probably won't like, happen but yeah i mean you're hope. talking about something that is like a deep uh a deep conversation that i yeah. don't know if we have the time no 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 i know for right now but yeah. i mean i love this I, honestly, I love this thinking that you're going with. I was just talking to some friends about the other day how there aren't really comedies anymore. Yeah, you know, like comedies yeah. on the big screen are are fairly non-existent. When like ten years ago, you had you could list off a bunch that were like star-driven, hill just pure comedies. Nowadays, it's like the comedies that do come out are like more cerebral, or they have a sci-fi element or some other genre, and um, it's like and a lot of people were worried about about this happening with like Fo Disney buying Fox and closing a bunch of their studios. Just the mid, you're right. The mid budget movie has like basically disappeared. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I hadn't thought of this. Like if, if people aren't coming out as much studios will be forced to kind of swing the other way and start kind of making those, uh, you know, mid budget thrillers that aren't really made for the theaters too much anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder what, what'll happen though. It's, um, it's very curious. Because, yeah, right now it seems like it's, like, the billion-dollar movies or the small, small indies that get propped up. Yeah. Those are the types of movies that are available right now. But, like, the 90s thrillers that used to be out all the time, um, you know, those are few and far between. Yeah, you just get a David Fincher thriller every once a decade or whatever. <laughs> um, well. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's just kind of an opening topic, and it's it's cool to see that this movie's uh, doing well. At least people are going to see it, you know, and it's getting decent um, buzz. Um, but let's move on to the review, unless you had anything else to add there. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just hope people kind of get back to the movies, you know, if they feel safe about it, you know. Um, yeah. To me, it was a great escape going today. You know, it was it was very fun just going in and. Um, basically sitting in a, you know, it's been super hot here, sitting yeah. in a dark air conditioned theater and not having to think about anything else 
for three hours yeah. it was it was a break and i honestly feel refreshed from it it was some needed self-care yeah so uh recommend it recommend it going to the movies it will say i'll probably bring it up in the review too just because we seem to never get enough time like we can never gush enough about the dolby theater <laughs> but that's where i saw this movie at in uh alderwood and it was just like oh yeah like sitting there <laughs> like with that screen and like it being so freaking loud and like the seats rumbling and stuff i was just like oh yeah this is like i miss this a lot like this is this is this was why i was coming here all the time like this is the you don't get that at home yeah it's like it's on you can turn it up you can have a loud movie at home but like you don't feel it (laughs) the way that that theater like pushes you back into your seat and your nice reclined leather seat and stuff so um yeah i it was a lot of fun and i um i'm gonna try to go more often now too especially with all these big movies i don't want to it's not as fun to watch something like this at home it's just you know it it can be good but at the same time you just don't it's just so big you just need that like big experience to go with it i feel like do you have your tickets for uh black widow yet i do yeah okay um maybe we should talk off air but you know maybe be fun if we went with each other or something yeah yeah we'll talk about it i, I re i resubmitted my uh, i re-signed up for amc stubs oh sweet so, so we can do go with that we can entourage 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 all right <laughs> that was my impression of michael Scott doing an impression of entourage oh. <laughs> nice all right so the movie we're going to talk about tonight is f9 the fast saga uh, directed by Justin Lin, longtime Fast and Furious director, is returning. Uh, he did Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, um, Fast and Furious Six, and then he stepped away, made a Star Trek movie, and now he's back with F Nine. So that's his fifth movie, then, right? In this series, um, a lot of people, um... a lot of people, kind of attribute the tone and like kind of the big bombastic action set pieces to him because this is kind of what he's in their whole revamp when they brought vin diesel and everybody back to it this is kind of the direction they've been going in and i personally think i really like james wan's uh furious seven also but i think justin lynn is just like he's so good at those big those big action set pieces that are just like over the top like don't think about it this is just cool shit happening all over the place he's just like he's so good at that um let me finish introducing it though i guess uh stars with vin diesel john cena michelle rodriguez tyrese gibson uh the plot uh the extended toretto family are back to work doing spy mercenary things only to discover that dom has a brother and he is a spy man too and he is after the same thing as them. It's a race against time as the gang try to stop John Cena from controlling all electronics on the planet. So that's uh, F9. That's the plot of F9, pretty much. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my initial thoughts of the movie is I thought it was very much felt just like the old, like, uh, I guess I'd compare it most to like Fast and Furious 6 um, as far as like the Justin Lin uh, 
ones go it's uh it felt very much like right in that tone like you didn't skip a beat um it like the action like they're so like these the action set pieces in this movie are so big and they're just there's so much ingenuity in them that i just can't help but like gush over um like just i knowing what they after seeing like all you know fast five like behind the scenes and like six and seven seeing all these like crazy stunts that they are doing and stuff it's making it that's like stuff i'm now like paying attention to when i watch like watching this movie and like the first big action set piece i was just like like just smiling and watching like as i could see like all the cool just the cool shit that i knew they were trying to do practically and like and that's the set piece where they're driving um in the jungle they're driving stuff. through the jungle and they they go through a minefield yeah and there's a part have like there's go oh, no go ahead no you can no no go set on. it up well i was just gonna say there's a part when they're driving through the minefield and a mine explodes and it's like the cars aren't the or there's a car driving but like it's not the forefront that the car there's a car in the background the mine explodes and you see the back window of the car explode out of the car yeah. and it's like i don't know that kind of stuff just like it's like oh man you can tell like they're doing this stuff you know they're trying to make it as visceral and practical as possible and it and it really pays off i think yeah it's a really cool scene um i i didn't see the trailer for this movie so i don't know if any of these things are in the trailer so i'm sorry if i recap some of those things yeah but like I'd never seen like that minefield uh, sort of scene in that sort in the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Basically, they went into the field and it was like, okay, uh, the time that the bomb, like they knew exactly how long it would take for the mine to go off. So they're like, we're driving fast enough, so we'll be able to beat the explosion. <laughs> like they have but to then go Tyrese miles is driving like right, right, yeah. <laughs> Tyrese is driving a tank basically that only goes up to seventy. So he's just hitting bombs as they're going, and he's like, ah, oh, just trying to keep driving. And it's it was very, very exciting. And there were a lot of I'm with you, man. There there were a lot of moments in that scene that were just jaw dropping and exciting. I was just again like I was just happy to be in the theater enjoying this spectacle on the big screen it was yeah. so cool i think uh, when like these fast furious action scenes like there's like people you know there's like action movies and you're like delivering a scene that like you know maybe moves the plot or you know there's a re- or you know it's a carefully crafted like well-paced action scene and i feel like the fast and furious action scenes is they're like they want to they like just push it as far as they can with like how much without without going over the top like michael bay where you can't tell what's happening like it's still well directed action but like yeah that scene it's like they're 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 trying to push it right to that point where you're like okay i don't believe this anymore but they want to get right there they want to get right to that point where you're like not you're not not you're not questioning them yet but they're pushing totally, it totally. far enough where it's like unreal how I mean crazy they push it, is, it pretty yeah. freaking far they do. though, they right? Do. <laughs> I mean like 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 there's in this scene there was a moment, the climax of this scene. I mean we can, I think we can spoil that. I know this was in the trailer. Yeah, it is. Um like basically uh the bridge collapses and uh Ty, uh Vin Diesel, Dom and Michelle Rodriguez, they're r- driving towards the bridge and Vin Diesel hits it at such an angle that the cable from the bridge <laughs> catches on his tire, which is 
very unbelievable. Like that, right. that to me is the part where you're like, yeah, right. How could he figure it out so that the the rope from the bridge, the cable from the bridge would <laughs> get onto his car? That's the part where I'm like, I, I don't know about that. But then he drives over the bridge and he uses that 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 little string from the bridge as a sling, and he like they go scooting around and like hovering <laughs> in air Indiana, as like Indiana Jones like swing. oh my gosh it was just like Indiana Jones but with a car <laughs> and like that was the thing like that to me almost sums up all the action the whole franchise yeah we're like no, yeah sure. it's ridiculous yeah it's like this could never happen in real life like yeah. no one's even disputing that it would happen in real life but you know what it was really cool and then the <laughs> way that they actually did that movement of the car swinging it felt like that could actually happen yeah you know like obviously i'm not saying it could i'm not saying it would but like in that moment where they had vin diesel and michelle rodriguez in the car just like holding their breaths they got the, the car physics. basically floating yeah, yeah it felt like the physics was actually happening and it felt like it felt like yeah well uh hold your breath this is gonna happen especially on the big screen especially as yeah. it's all happening and then it just was a very well done awesome scene yeah yeah and that's like that's kind of like the heart of this movie i think um you know i've seen a lot of people giving it a lot of crap for its plot and it's um it's got some melodramatic moments as far as like the story goes but for me it's like to all yeah, that exactly to yeah that. like if you're if you're walking into the ninth film in this franchise and you're like uh, upset about its cheesiness or its melodramatic like stop watching these movies like you're almost a hundred you're or you know you're like uh yeah you're like 20 hours into this franchise and you're um, yeah. still complaining about the things that uh make it what it is you know so it's like right i mean can i can i give you my take real quick i mean yeah. i love that you compared it to michael bay and transformers because that's why i stopped watching transformers movies because yeah. michael bay would shoot the action with like extreme close-ups and there are so many little pieces of teeny explosions and gunfire like yeah. so much was happening in every single frame that i was like i don't like this kind of action i don't like his plots i just i'm just gonna skip out on these movies for a bit and if yeah. someone comes along and tells me that they're great i really bumblebee is on my watch list i'm not i just i hear bumblebee is different so i'll give it a shot but yeah. you know what i mean like i'm just not my thing yeah but like to me f9 is the purest fast and furious <laughs> movie so far yeah and what i mean by that is that uh, the action, like there's two things that Fast and Furious is known for. Um, the two things are uh, ridiculous action, which we just discussed about, has is turned up to the max on this movie. And then the other thing is emotion surrounding family, and it's, <laughs> it's usually pretty cheesy, yeah. but it's like it's like pretty, it's you know, it's very ham-fisted. But it's emotional, emotional family stuff. Yeah. And this one as well is turned up to <laughs> the max. And so, like, it the, the scenes uh, with the family emotion, very cheesy. But also, like, that's what the whole series is about. Yeah. It's about these, like, big emotional family stuff. It's basically, it's basically a s soap opera with <laughs> big, awesome cars yeah. and killer action. And scenes. everybody is like, a spy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my take on it. I, I think it, I, I thought this film was yeah. just like exactly what a fast movie should be. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I was so happy uh, coming out of Actually, I think that was the first. I went and saw it with my friend Zach. 
And he's like, what'd you think? I was like, it was, it was everything I wanted it to be. And it's like, I don't have like these giant expectations for them to deliver like an Oscar worthy film. Um, they gave me exactly what I wanted out of this movie, which was, yeah, just like action scenes that are just packed with imagination and, um, cool, just like practical effects and, you know, big Vin Diesel muscles all over the place. And, um, and yeah, some, some ham fisted heartfelt little family drama. And yeah, it, it like, it did all of that. And uh, then plus, uh, you know, a whole plethora of fan service as well on top of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was, it was definitely like a worth the wait kind of movie and definitely a good movie to usher us back into like this blockbuster uh, theater experience. I was um, very, very happy with it. Um, yeah. It's my initial. I, I just yeah it was it was I was the, the funny thing for me is that I could totally see why people would complain about the 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 emotional stuff because it was pretty cheesy a lot yeah. of the dialogue was cheesy but like I swear to god though I'm <laughs> I'm sitting back being like I I feel and see the cheese I totally see what they're doing but I think that's what this movie's about yeah. and I think like and I I love it for it like it it to me is like aware enough it knows what movie it is, yeah. you know, and it was just going for that. And that that's the kind of thing I like, you know, I don't really care about like, you know, the ideal movie or like what the movie, you know, what makes a great movie, you know, I don't really believe in like objective opinions because I, I just want to see like creators doing their thing. Yeah. And to me, this was like, this was a vision, you know, this was like someone who knew the fast and furious franchise better than almost anyone. Yeah. And he was coming back to, uh, to put it on the right track you know i mean you know quick rundown i mean you we talked about it how he did fast six yeah and um and then he didn't do fast seven um and he didn't do fast eight furious eight yeah. and um face seven was furious yeah fate yeah. of, Fur <laughs> of the furious f7 was great yeah like f7 was one of the best ones like that was maybe the only one that i'll cry during like right. it, so it could be the best one yeah um but Fate of the Furious, the eighth one, like that one to me is like maybe might be the worst one. You know, I, I haven't rewatched it since the Southern Theaters. And I remember enjoying it, yeah. but like over time, you're like, okay, like that's the one where it had a lot of backstage drama with, uh, with The Rock and Vin Diesel supposedly. Yeah. It like had some script problems. Like the the whole thing with that movie too was that Vin Diesel was like turning bad, even though like you knew he wasn't. Like yeah. it was felt very like it felt like a very forced plot that like the emotional element that uh the the movies are usually resting on just wasn't wasn't there you yeah. know it wasn't uh it just didn't feel real at all it didn't feel like a fast movie on this on the same level even though everything worked out you know vin diesel came back together with his family and yeah. stuff it's still just there's something like fundamentally off with the last one yeah and i felt like with this one uh Justin Lin had to come in and he showed everyone what a fast movie truly looks like. And yeah, like th this is exactly what I wanted it to be. Cheese and all. I'm so glad that you liked it so much. Yeah, no, no I mean like that's part of his where like, you know, we usually talk about star ratings at the end yeah. and I'm like, I have no idea what the star rating I, should be yeah, because like, I haven't even decided yet. 
you know, I feel like objective opinion, you know, if I was like that sort of person, it's like, yeah, probably four stars with a heart, you know, but like, I don't think I want to give it five because I didn't cry, Right. (laughs) but I might give it four and a half because it was exactly where I wanted it to be. Yeah. Well, do you want to just start, do you want to just kind of jump in, start um, gushing on different things we love and just say spoilers ahead right now? We can just start Um, jumping into... Just start talking about some plot pieces and stuff and yeah. things that we liked. And I mean, of course, we'll have some things we don't like as well. But yeah, um, yeah we can just do spoilers from this point on, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. All right. Um, so one big thing that they did also reveal in the trailer um, is that Han's back in this movie. Right. Um, and I haven't actually watched many reviews to know if people were like, cared about how that was handled or not and i thought they you know they handled it kind of how most fast movies handle reviving old characters which is like they just find kind of the quick way it's like let's not spend too much time on this listen he's back um we regret getting rid of him but he's back now and like let's move on kind of thing yeah i feel like that's how they handle a lot of their totally the whole han thing was like by accident you know like they didn't realize when they made Tokyo Drift, the third movie, how right. popular the character he was going to be. And then he died in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> they kill and him off they, in the first movie they introduced Right, him. and then they brought him back during the fifth movie, I think, right? Or maybe in the fourth uh, one. The fourth one, yeah. Yeah, they bring him back during the fourth movie. And so it's like they're basically saying the fourth movie takes place before Tokyo Drift. And then they do three movies with him. And then he, he leaves in the sixth movie and yeah. then, like, dies in the show's death in, like, the end credit scene. And it's like, so like basically with Han's death, they messed up in the planning for it. And then just everything got messed up in their timeline. And they just basically said, whatever, roll with it. And we have, and, um, but still we missed him, you know? And part of it was that, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the action star, Jason Statham, you know, he, his character was the one who killed Han in Tokyo Drift. Or he didn't kill him in Tokyo Drift, but he, in the post credit scene, and this is so silly, in po- <laughs> the post credit scene in Furious Six, yeah. he uh, had, uh, it was revealed that he was the guy who killed him, and said the seventh one was all about them getting him. But then by the time Fate of the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw come along, he's basically it's a good guy. Gang. And yeah. it was like, you know, they're fans, like, Fast, the Fast Saga deals with a lot of fan service. So fans were like, hey, how come this guy, you know, gets to be a good guy now? We, I mean, we kind of <laughs> like him, you know? Yeah. He's kind of a cool guy. I get why you want to make him a good guy. But, like, what happened to Han? You know, Justice for Han. That was, like, yeah. a movement. The Justice for Han movement. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so they just kind of brought him back. And, like, he was like, yeah, that that death uh, was staged. It was fake. Um, Which, honestly, you know, I kind of liked like it was kind of he's one of the after i just rewatched all the movies except for fate of the Furious. i just ran out of time um i didn't get to that one but all the other movies actually do like i think his character uh is probably one of the more fleshed out characters um just in the he's like the one guy of the group that actually kind of makes sense doing the things he's doing like he kind of was this mercenary type guy everyone else were like car racers and stuff you know or like yeah vcr uh thieves and stuff like that but like that was kind of the thing they were hinting at from his introduction is that he was like a guy on the run in tokyo you know and um so this the in this movie kind of 
filled in like what's been going on and like um what he's been doing since he's been supposedly dead and stuff and i think they like that was one of the more believable um backstories that they've given off of characters that they've killed and had to bring back or um you know when they've dealt with that like i kind of feel like vin diesel turning bad also kind of falls into that category of like you know they got to write themselves out of this story now and i feel like this was one of the better handled uh attempts at doing that while his the whole death thing was kind of silly like how they covered that up i did like the further exposition that they gave about what he was doing in the meantime and stuff totally and like you know for me it was like there was a moment where he came back and everyone was like pawn you're uh, you're still alive you yeah. know and it was kind of awkward like for diesel dom for a second was like i mourned you like he didn't say it but he gave <laughs> this look of like i was sad that you died yeah but i guess i'm happy that you're alive still so yeah. all right and then Therese is like, what happened? And he's like, well, I fell in love in the sixth movie. Let me tell you about that. And Therese is like, I saw the sixth movie. I was there, but we know that you died. And he's like, well, I, I didn't die, though. So yeah, let's move on. And then we all moved on. And yeah, it's like, like, you're right. You're right, Hod. Yeah, let it, yeah, let's move on. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Either way, I'm glad they brought him back. He's a character I really enjoyed. Um and it, it makes sense that it didn't fully make sense in true fast and furious fashion so it is just one of those things where you just kind of move on um yeah no we're all happy he's back um hey I, sorry i gotta take a phone call real quick it's kind of important i think one sec okay i just vamp for a second i know that we're uh we're going live right now, so I'll just I'll just keep chatting. Um, yeah, uh, Han was great coming back. It's it's just so funny because they in the middle of it they showed a flashback from the sixth movie because he was in a relationship with Gal Gadot in that movie, and um, it's like they really had a connection. Like I haven't watched the sixth movie in a while, but they really did like have chemistry. Even just that one little clip they showed. But it's also funny seeing Gal Gadot pre Wonder Woman. I don't know if any of you out there have had this experience, but seeing Gal Gadot pre Wonder Woman, it's just like, oh yeah, she kind of like, um, is a normal person, or at least she was back then. But ever since she got cast as Wonder Woman, I feel like she's like become a uh, just a goddess as an actress form. Sorry, I was just uh, gushing about Gal Gadot for a second. Oh, so. yeah. Champion. Do you think she's gonna come back? They got two more no. movies. No, yeah. I think she's definitely dead, but oh, okay. um. I just was talking about how she's great. Yeah. Uh, they, they had that little flashback for a second. Yeah. Their relationship from the sixth movie. Yeah. That was really sweet. Um, I really got into their relationship, actually, on this rewatch. Um, so, do we want to talk about, like, the big uh, kind of spoilery, like, jump the shark moment that the movie does? Uh, sure. <laughs> So it's and I think it's been like kind of passed around in the fan fan sphere for a while. It was kind of a run. I thought it well, some people I think thought it was a running joke, but I guess they were serious, which was they definitely wanted to go to space before this franchise was over. And uh, this was the movie that they did it in. Um, and I actually like 
on my rewatch, I I really enjoyed Tokyo Drift. I was really surprised because I didn't really like it the first time I watched it. I don't know what has changed, but I had a lot of fun watching it. I actually enjoyed the characters, and I think it was just it being a little different than the rest of the movies uh, made it kind of stand out for me. So it was actually kind of a if it, it, it was exciting when they showed those characters were like hanging out and they're just kind of these schlubby guys that I don't even fully understand what they're talking about. Like they got some government contract to make rockets for some reason or something. Yeah. I mean, or they were totally. friends with that guy that was like a rocket engineer. And so they were just yeah. hanging out with him and helping him. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched Tokyo drift and yeah. I honestly like had to remind myself like, Oh yeah, those are the guys from Tokyo drift. <laughs> and, uh, Honestly, it was great seeing them, though. Like, yeah. they, were, they were happy to be there. Yeah. And, um, you know, Marvel does this thing where they uh, kind of, their newer movies often, like, retcon the previous movies that had bad receptions to make them more important. Yeah. I'm excited to go back and watch Tokyo Drift now, just because yeah. I think I'll enjoy it a little bit more, because these guys were so fun in in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and pretty much those guys, they, like, I, I can't remember why they run into them. I want to say somebody like is like these guys can hook you up with a car right so they go and talk to these guys uh ludicrous and tyrese who had never met them before and they find out that they're they've been like fucking around and building this rocket trying to like get a car to go as fast as like a jet <laughs> and uh one thing leads to another by the end of this movie they need to go stop a satellite in space <laughs> and so they uh use that car and uh it's one of those scenes that's like it's so over the top and so just re- like there's no part of it that you can really even begin to believe um but i was pretty on board for it still and even like it would cut back to them like floating in space in this pontiac fiera or whatever it is and like it's just so like just the image of that was so silly and so like fast and furious i could i would bust up laughing just at the establishing shot every time they'd cut back to these guys in space just because it was so ridiculous but so on brand and fun yeah i i loved it um i'm all for them doing these ridiculous possibly jump the shark type things yeah um to me to me this totally worked and on a few on a few levels it worked like there was like like one thing that dumb movies do is um just tell you hey uh science blah 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 yeah and th- this movie is like basically ludicrous the whole time is going the numbers don't lie we should be able to fly yeah. blah 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 and yeah. then the numbers work and they're able to fly yeah. although you know all of us have seen like first man and like yeah. other movies where like <laughs> yeah you know you can send a rocket to space but you know a lot can go wrong. Yeah. You know, we all know this at this point, but still the movie is just like numbers, blah, blah, blah. It'll work. <laughs> yeah. And then, and it does. And they also pepper in little other things like, uh, like, uh, Ty- Tyrese goes, uh, two guys from the ghetto. And now we're in space. <laughs> no one's going to believe us. And L- ludicrous is like, yep, no one's going to believe us. And it's like, yep, no one's going to believe you. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. But it's awesome. though. Yeah it's it yeah and it's really you know like it's just part of like justin lynn i think being a really good director is that it's still thrilling like however unbelievable it is like they're 
they're jettisoning into space is like it's still a thrilling like exciting scene and um you know you're on board for whatever these characters are going to do and so you're just like all right i guess we're going into space and uh yeah i don't know it's, it's really fun is is ridiculous I mean, you know, it is but you know what i want the fast and furious franchise to do i don't know if i've told you this but um i you know this is a universal movie i really think i should combine fast and furious with jurassic world like i would oh, love to see <laughs> dom driving alongside velociraptors or uh you know whoever oh like like letty like driving in between like a brachiosaurus legs and stuff like that like i just think i think that could work in the world that they're setting up and it could, they could work have one of the coolest crossovers of all time <laughs> i mean yeah it would be jumping the shark but they've already you know what both franchises kind of have yeah so it's that's it, actually it, really think, that's such a good pairing because i didn't think about it until you brought it up just now that i really um me and cow at your bachelor party were gushing over jurassic world 2 for like three hours <laughs> and like just how it's so it's so campy and so cheesy and like um it's just like a total b movie and these these like these movies totally like they fit in that same tone of just like nothing matters like don't worry about anything like we're just doing stuff that's cool and fun and exciting and like <laughs> that they would totally yeah. blend together really well that's a really good uh crossover idea totally so uh let's get on that producers yeah call um, trevaro billion dollar movies let's do it <laughs> um, um what yeah. were some of your favorite do you have any other big yeah, i mean i, I know there's I there's like a big like, chunk yeah. of the movie that happens at the end um, I, I think, I think another thing to talk about with this movie is the magnets this yes. is the movie where they discover a giant magnet that's super powerful and at some point they don't really show it happening but at some point they like take that design and basically all the cars have magnets on them now so there's a lot of fun scenes with them <laughs> driving around and then turning on the magnet and cars just fly into other cars yes. or you know watches fly off of people like they're driving by like a mall and things are like flying through the windows smashing the car behind them like a lot of fun timing things with the magnets too and uh really cool um really cool scenes with that it's it's one of those things where it's like don't think too hard about the physics of it but look how freaking cool this is yeah and uh that's another one of those things that they did a lot of that uh practically you know not with real magnets but you know all the stunts and big car flips and stuff totally. um it's all practical and it's yeah you can tell that those are real cars yeah. you know oftentimes i mean sometimes they're not you know obviously yeah. you can tell like when it's cg i actually can't 100 tell all the time but like there yeah. are scenes where like like a tank is driving down the street just smashing into hundreds of cars i'm pretty sure those were all real cars you yeah. know like those looked like real cars you yeah. can see the like metal breaking yeah that's... in a way that like i know they they actually built that big thing it was like and they built it to withstand launching like you know 10 like you know tons of cars at it yeah like so they're actually launching cars at that thing yeah. for real as it's actually driving down the road which is and yeah you can feel the visceral like impact of those kind of things um oh. i like like that set piece at the end was just like i was floored the whole way i was just like this is so freaking cool the whole time mouth agape like by the time it got to the end of it where um you know dom and his brother are kind of teaming up to flip that thing like that whole scene i was just like 
holy crap and just like the whole the visual of it like they really god they're just so good at like capturing like the the i don't really know what the term is but there's that there's a way to film something that like brings out like the child wonderness inside of the audience you know and like yeah i was like that's that's like the kind of stuff we would have done with like hot wheels back in like fourth grade you know it's like and then this thing flips and like the way they do it like they make it so it's still cool for adults too like it's just so cool looking it's so exciting and um yeah i after watching this movie like i was thinking about it for like a couple days about just like i'm really sold on justin lynn as an action director like um, I even like some of his lesser movies. Like people, some people aren't big fans of his Star Trek movie. Like I think this guy is a uh, one of the better action filmmakers out there. And every time he does one of these Fast and Furious movies, he proves that like, like he's they're still just like bursting with ideas and like um, crazy new set pieces that are so inventive and um, showing you things you've never seen before. It, because they don't make sense half the time but that's what's so cool about them is it's like it's just like pure imagination and uh, mixing it with you know cars and metal and muscles and stuff uh, yeah dude um so i think we would be uh remiss to not talk about john cena a little bit just because yeah. um you mentioned that he uh, played dom's brother and uh that that scene that you're talking about uh at the end of it um he you know, he flies out of the car and Dom catches him with his car, which is yeah. <laughs> something that happens a lot. He catches Letty all the time. And it's like, it's yeah. like a superpower a little bit that like, you know, he can catch people with his car and they're safe. Yeah. And, um, he does that with his brother and, um, you know, John Cena is pretty revealed early on that he's, you know, he's the bad guy. And then right away they're like, Oh yeah, that's his long lost brother. Um, the movie opens with this extremely dramatic, scene where dom's dad dies and it's like it's pretty horrifying like they're at a racetrack and dom's like cheering him on watching him helping him on the on the pit crew and then like a car hits him and uh an accident happens and then like the most violent fiery explosion you could ever see on a like a racetrack happens like you're like you're like oh yeah within seconds you're like no one survived that like 100 yeah. percent. like that is the most ex- biggest explosion ever turns out john cena was like there as well and uh they had a falling out because he had um he had adjusted something in the car to uh make it so that like the the car would move slower or, like yeah. it would it, like he was basically throwing the race for his dad and um they had a falling out because of that and um I don't know how much we want to get into the spoilers, but you know, it's like, I guess we're in the spoiler section, yeah. but basically like it's revealed that John Cena, John Cena was like, dad told me to, he didn't want to tell you because of pride, but you know, dad told me to throw the race for him. He's trying to get the dead off his back and stuff. And yeah. you know, it was like, there was a lot of like pretty intense, like, you know, masculine emotions going on through all of this because sure. like what prompted them to have the falling out was like we're gonna race and if i win then you're out of here you're not part of this family anymore yeah. dom wins and john cena just drives away actually it wasn't john cena at that point yeah. jacob <laughs> jacob just drives away yeah. and uh and then he comes back years later as a super agent again don't <laughs> don't ask about it whatever but he 
you know, he kind of kept to himself, like, I'm not going to tell Dom because I promised Dad that I'm not going to tell him. But Dom is, like, never going to forgive me. Yeah. And it's like they have this, like, it's like a respect for the family, respect for the for the dead. Like, rest in peace, Dad. I'm going to keep this secret, yeah. even if it means destroying our relationship with my brother. And it's like, eventually it comes out, and Dom has this, like, you know, lucid dream, like, re revisiting, like, what happened that day. And he, like in that comes to grips with like what happened yeah. and he like he forgives his brother like emotionally and then it's like he forgives him physically by like driving by him and it's they make eye contact and they nod at each other yeah. and he's like yeah we're for we're working together now we're buds beef squashed yeah so um you know i thought john Cena was pretty great in this movie yeah. um i i'm thoroughly impressed with john cena every movie he's in i'm just like yes I'm glad you're following The Rock's footsteps. I'm glad you're, like, becoming a movie star. I think he has... He's really great timing. Like, yeah. he didn't really show any of his comedy in this movie, but, like, the comedies he's been in have been great. And, um... But still, like, I think he nailed, like, all the action beats, and he certainly looks like an action hero. Like, yeah. the opening... The first shot of him is, like, he's standing on a cliff looking out. They pan up <laughs> to him. You know, they show his butt first, and yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I recognize that butt. That's Sean Cena's butt. <laughs> I've watched enough wrestling to see that butt from anywhere. Yeah. And then it, uh, and then it's him and he's driving around and he looks great in the car. He looks like a, you know, giant muscly man standing there by Johnson, by Vin Diesel. It's like, mm -hmm. it works. And I'm psyched that he's in it. And I'm psyched. Like, it's the most obvious thing that he would become friends with them by the end. Like, yeah, he's, but you know, I'm glad like we watched it play out. I'm glad it happened. It's like, again, I'm sorry, but I'm all in on this. And yeah. it was, it was cool. No, me too absolutely um that car crash stuff too they uh, that ties in really well with like the first movie there's a whole scene of dom and brian talking about his dad's death and he talks about he's like i washed my washed my father burn on that track that day and stuff like that so it was funny that like nine films later they go back to that and actually tie it in in some way um, you know, it's like there's all sorts, you know, everything in the series, like sequels are based on one line from one movie somewhere. And so it was just kind of fun. It was like, of course, oh, yeah, of course they got to go back to that at some point. Like, there's lots of lines oh, they got to explain now. But um, the other thing I wanted to point out about this movie that I really appreciated was that they got rid of the weird, like, five, six, and seven all have this weird, like, generic, like, action music i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but it's like terrible music it's so bad <laughs> and in this one they're like why don't we like hire someone to make a score <laughs> because all of a sudden it has like a normal like movie score that like sounds good and stuff like that and the other ones they're all it's like this we i don't even know it sounds like it's some like clip art music thing but um, I really appreciated I, sorry, that they. I don't remember. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I did, just rewatching them all. There's something. Of I was songs like... I liked on the like, just not not the score, but there were a bunch of songs in the movie that I thought went really well with the, what was happening. Oh, okay. They do have some great soundtracks. Like they've always been like a little ahead of the curve with their soundtracks. Soundtracks. Yeah. Uh, they. The other thing is that they that scene you're talking about with Vin Diesel where he's like yeah like experiencing like the past um they've done that in like probably half the fast movies have done that thing 
kind of part of Dom's superpower. Like, is, Dom, yeah. Dom has a few superpowers. Like one of them is super strength. Yeah. Another one is that he can catch people with his car. So he has like gentle hands, gentle mm. car body. And um, third one is like he can like he's uh, not trans uh, like he's recent, transparent. He's transparent. Like yeah, he can like <laughs> he can like not, so, yeah, not, no, no, no. He, he is trans. Uh, I'm 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 not gonna get the word i'm yeah. sorry but like he he can sense like he's like psychic you yeah. know he can like touch things and then like experience <laughs> the memory he does this yeah. all the time and like it happened in the fourth movie when he like touched the ground he and he like saw how letty died yeah and um he knew exactly yeah, what happened part of his superpower and um that kind of like i think they all kind of have superpowers like i've been saying this for movies now like since oh. like the sixth one like he's like they all have superpowers and like uh like this brings me to like the next thing is that like tyrese yeah to say before like, we I, go we got to talk about tyrese <laughs> right tyrese kind of starts figuring it out that they're like in a movie or something weird is going on and like i'm sorry but i'm a sucker for these things i love yeah. like fourth wall breaking stuff and yeah. like just like tyrese was my favorite character in this movie yeah. i've never said that before tyrese yeah, has never agree. been my favorite character and he was to me he was the mvp of this movie <laughs> but like in that opening scene that you're talking about like that we talked about up front like he uh there's a part where he's like getting the thing that they're looking for and then he gets surrounded by men like all with guns and he just starts shooting wildly and he kills like <laughs> 10 guys at least and he's like wow that was crazy and he kind of <laughs> looks down and he's like did i really not get shot there and then he like gets into another spot with like a landmine <laughs> and he like falls he like his car gets stuck and then like he gets away from landline, but then his car blows up and the piece of the car like looks like it lands right on it. And for a second, they're like, wow, did Therese just die? We're all like, we know Therese didn't die. But like Ludacris plays it like, whoa, we just watched that car fall on Therese. <laughs> and then he like walks around. He's like, that didn't fall on me. I'm alive. But then 10 minutes later, he's going like, he's seen there like the back of the headquarters. And he's like, guys, something weird is going on. <laughs> um, like, I, I should have like... I should have died so many times. Like I don't have, like I. Well, he I, shows. I he shows his he's shirt. Like, he's like, I have yeah. bullet holes in my shirt. <laughs> I have bullet holes in my shirt. I don't know how I didn't die. <laughs> and then like he's like, remember all the adventures that we've been on at this point? I mean, like, like a few years ago we like had the whole thing with the submarine. Like that was crazy, <laughs> you know. And like he goes over a few examples of like, we 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 keep having these crazy experiences, and there's no scars on us. Like there's no blood. Like we're fine like something weird is going on yeah. and i mean that's kind of the extent of it i feel like there's a few other little moments in the movie yeah he's kind he's of like his like character throughout the movie is just kind of discovering that he's invincible is kind of what he's discovering yeah he's like yeah. he actually says that a couple times he's like no we're yeah. invincible like <laughs> so he figured out what his superpower is and that's to be invincible and <laughs> yeah uh, i think some other of them share a similar quality but yeah you know that that to me was very fun and very funny it was very fun and um it'll be interesting to see if that's like something just something fun they wanted to do with this movie or if they're gonna like uh move in that direction as we get right close to closing out this franchise the last two i was kind of worried that that was like they were gonna kill him off because of that you know the guy who was oh, saying yeah. i'm invincible i'm invincible does that mean he's gonna die next right you know um but it might be a setup way, for was... one of the next movies totally but uh, maybe they'll just bring him back then. Like that's the yeah, thing. It's like it's true. Uh, yeah, things happen. So yeah. But cool. Well, um, that's all like, I got. 
Yeah. I mean, we could, we could, like, we've been talking about this yeah. movie for 40 minutes now or whatever. Like, there's, we can, there's we can like, big characters we haven't even talked about, but this movie's just, it's really big. There's a lot happens in it, and it's, it's very much, like, um, just stock full of characters from this universe. So, um, you know, if, if you're into these kind of movies, definitely go check it out because it's, totally. it's great. It's, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a, one second. oh, yeah, it's funny. I just think it, it hits all the uh, marks of what make this franchise great. And it's, I think it's one of the better entries. So um, definitely worth checking out. Also, it's playing in theaters. You can't watch it at home. So it's a, a good reason to get out there and, um, you know, contribute to the revival of the industry and um, and have fun doing it. Get out of the heat for a little bit. Um, I guess while Nick's gone, we can talk about one other thing we never brought up, which was Fate and the Furious introduces this character named Cypher, played by um, Charlize Theron. And she is a big part of this movie, and I think she's going to continue to be uh, a part of this franchise going forward. I was just talking about Charlize Theron. I think was kind of in this as like a. I think she's going to play another part like going forward in the franchise. I think she was just kind of oh, like yeah. a, a background player in here, but they they kept her on board enough that it seems like she's a villain they'll return to. Well, in some ways, this was like an in between movie where yeah. they had like. You know they weren't dealing with the biggest plot. You yeah. know the the bad guy was John Cena and his crony, who I don't even know who that was. Yeah. And he, uh, and like, you know they still they lost Kurt Russell, um, Mr. Nobody. So yeah. he'll uh, he'll come back and yeah, Charlie Theron's like the big bad. They yeah. just haven't gone to her yet. Yeah. But, all right. Well, either way, sounds like we all really we both uh, at least both of us really enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, so get out there and go check it out. It's in theaters. You can only see it in theaters. Uh, All right. Well, with that, I think we'll start to close this out. Uh, Next week, Nick and Brandon are reviewing the movie Zola. Um, Do you know where you can watch that movie? Is that theaters only? Um, It'll be in theaters. It comes out this week, so it comes out tomorrow. And it's like, uh, you know, AMC's advertising is one of their, like, artisan movies. It's like, this this movie won Sun, Sundance oh, okay. in 2020. So it's <clears> like, you know, it's had, like, a lot of buzz for a while. And it's, you know, finally gained a release yeah. you know, because of COVID and stuff. But uh, it looks like a super stylized indie drama. So, nice. um, you know, I'm, I'm really, really excited about this movie. Cool. Well, yeah, so that's what they'll be reviewing uh, next Tuesday. Um I think that's it. Just like and subscribe if you like what you're seeing. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. See ya.